Welcome to another episode of Runner Roundtable. I'm Angelique and I'm here with Daniela. On today's episode, we have a special guest, Christian Combos, who will be sharing his experiences and story of coming out as gay. My name is Christian Combos. I am a senior here at CCB. I am majoring in communications, uh, emphasizing in public relations, and minoring in Spanish. Okay, so Christian, how mm-hmm. are you? How's um, the semester going for you so far? It's going good. I think since it's my last semester, I'm kind of in that I want to be done already. Um, oh, really? Good. So, yeah, after the semester, I'm finally... Are you excited to graduate? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a long time coming <laughs> after, like, several major changes. In, uh, oh, really? What were what were the others? So, at first, I was a business administration, and then I was history, and then I finally moved over to communications. Wait, how did you, like switch because those are pretty different like, I know <laughs> of, like, well I when I was in top I mm-hmm. took a uh, business administration mm-hmm. and then as part of your prereqs you have to take a history oh, okay. so I took I always liked history mm-hmm. and so when I was at Taft I switched over to history mm-hmm. so I graduated with Taft as a history mm-hmm. major and then I started here as a history uh, major as well but then I took one class and then I was like nah mm-hmm. and then <laughs> While here, I took a, had to take a communications class, mm-hmm. and after that, like I loved it, and so I had to like switch everything around. And how difficult was that, like switching everything? The the main the, the only difficult part for me was changing from semester to quarter, because when I still came here, CSU oh. was still on the quarter system, so that was the hardest thing for me, and because Taft has uh, mm-hmm. semesters. So I took it, and then I was it was too fast for me. Like I was so used to. <laughs> How long is it? Like what, ten weeks? Ten weeks, yeah. Oh, That's crazy. And so um, after all that, then I took a whole semester off due to some family um, mm-hmm. issues, and then I finally came back. And when I came back, I just went full full throttle, if you will. Ooh, and on, now you're graduating. And now I'm graduating. Yeah. I I was only full time here once, just because of school and work. It was kind of hard to. Manage. Manage. Yeah. 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 Okay. What are you going to do with it? I don't know yet. Well, I mean, I want to hopefully work for a PR company. Mm-hmm. But um, for now, I currently have like a, a good job here oh, okay. with the local company here. So kind of want to see how that takes me. So this podcast is on you, like coming out of the closet to okay. people and stuff. So we just want to know what I would like to. Like how difficult was that for you? Like how did you prepare? Like, okay, I'm going to tell them and I'm going to... Do this and it was and, like, the know. right time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To be honest, it was okay. So it was very hard, like the point where like I felt like my heart was gonna come out of my chest. <gasps> oh. I don't think it was the right time, mm-hmm. but it was like now or never. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like if I didn't do it that day, I would, would still be in the closet oh, okay. right now. And um, for me, it was difficult because like leaving my house, it was I was a completely different person. Mm-hmm. And then once I came into my house, it, I was a different you person. You were like shut well. down. So like I just turned in off a switch, switch, and then like it just oh I'm Christian outside of work. I mean outside school, mm-hmm. Christian outside the house. It like readjust yourself. Yeah. So um, I came out to my parents about two years ago. So uh, it was October 11th, 2017, and um, that was National Coming Out Day. 
and oh, not that that okay. um, kind of triggered me to do it, mm-hmm. but I was seeing like a lot of posts about like people mm-hmm. um, coming out, and because I follow a lot of the a lot of um, people in that community, mm-hmm. and so for me, I was like all day, like I went to work, and then I was still kind of like, you know, that feeling like oh, there's like something that I need to get yeah. off my chest, and so I went home, and then like it was like nine o'clock. And then I was like, I'm about to shower. But then, mm-hmm. then, and then I was like, you know what? It's now or never. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't do it today, I'm never gonna get this out of my chest. So, <clears throat> I was on the way to the shower, and so I told my little brother, my brothers, my other brother, mm-hmm. to come t- to the living room because I needed to have a family discussion. And I, my dad was um, about to go to sleep, and so I knocked on his door and I was like, Hey, I need to talk to you. Um, can you come to the living room? My mom was already in the living room, and so. It was probably the the, the most um, nerve-wracking thing I've ever did and like slowly I just you know said mm-hmm. hey um, I wanted to tell you guys something and something that I've you know been wanting to tell you guys for the, all, the longest time mm-hmm. ever and you know it's that I'm gay and um, it was it was ri- like those words coming out of my mouth yeah. were um, like a whole like I don't know it was a it's a weird feeling like yeah. having that did you pump. feel like that weight was like off your chest yes or, oh, definitely okay. definitely um and like it was pause like it was like like in those movies when like everything pauses and then mm-hmm. you're just thinking like what the hell did I just yeah do? you know but mm-hmm. in the moment I was just like you know what I told them my, my reality and I told them who I am like who I am and mm-hmm. how I want them to you know acknowledge and how to see that outside of me and mm-hmm. so um my mom, they were all supportive. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, it took some time for them to like process what I just told mm-hmm. them, because like for them it was never me being uh, gay or me acting a certain way. Because like I said, like I got home and then I was mm-hmm. a completely different person, mm-hmm. and so um, my they were they were pretty shocked at first, oh, and then um, my mom obviously was probably a little, my dad was probably the more affected all yeah i mean that's understandable you know because like i think like in the mexican households Mm -hmm. like the whole um machismo stuff Mm -hmm. it's still like intact today and i can i can say that my dad Mm -hmm. was very machista so like very traditional very traditional and so the words was the the words i'm gay Mm -hmm. is probably not something uh a dad like Mm -hmm. my a person like my dad expected yeah but in my head i was like you guys should have known you know but (laughs) I mean, I don't. I didn't expect them to mm-hmm. know because, like I said, well, I'm a different person at home than I was outside or with mm-hmm. my friends, and so. Um, but eventually, they came around mm-hmm. that night. You know, I just I gave them time to process mm-hmm. it, and so um, my mom and my dad were completely like, um, how do I say? What's the word? Mm-hmm. Completely supportive of, of oh, my okay. decision to tell mm-hmm. them, and um, and that's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like I I know it, it'll still take t- take them time to know that but the fact that they acknowledge it and then they're still supportive mm-hmm. and which is that was enough for you that was enough yeah. for me and um it, we don't talk about it now though but it's like <laughs> it's kind of like um i like to think of it as taboo you know oh, okay. so um but it's not like a lot of people tell me it's they're not gonna like completely get it until you finally bring someone home mm-hmm. or something like that but um my relationship with my parents sort of has improved. Mm-hmm. We're a lot more comfortable with one another. Um, however, I still wish we were a little bit more, you know, yeah. close. Oh, okay. But we've never been a close family, so <laughs> it's not like, oh, um, but they, I know that I have their support, well, mm-hmm. whatever I do and whatever I decide to do going forward. 
Was anyone like not accepting of it? No. No. Mm-hmm. My um, my dad was kind of like it took my dad a long time. Um, well, not a long as in like that in that moment it took him like a while for mm-hmm. him to actually process what I said, and like actually do everything. And then no, he completely. I honestly was thinking that he would be the person that would be like, no, I don't want this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But he was not like that. Like, I think um, a lot of the stuff that my dad went through mm-hmm. a while back, the reason that I didn't go to school for a semester was because my dad got sick. Mm-hmm. And so I believe with him, like, not saying that his sickness kind of, like, changed mm-hmm. his mentality, but I feel like um, he's more sensitive mm-hmm. to things. And he has, like... He doesn't want to hold grudges because at one point he was so close to like mm-hmm. losing his life or and stuff like that. So I think that that made him think like, oh, you know what? It's my son. Yeah. I have to support him mm-hmm. with whatever he does because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, he is my dad and mm-hmm. I am his son. So, um, not, not no, there was no one that I that everything that I said that day was I, the feedback that I received was not the feedback that I wanted. But it was enough for me to feel um, content enough to to know that my family is supportive of my decision and my family is um, there for me for whatever mm-hmm. I want. Wait, okay. I, oh, I'm so sorry. Hold on. So they never expected it, right? No. So, like, how would you respond to, like, whenever they, would they ever ask you, about, like, oh, when are you going to bring your girl home or about your girlfriend, blah, blah, blah? Like, would, how would you respond to that? Like, what would you I would just stay quiet. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, my mom would always say when my aunts or go mm-hmm. home and then or a friend mm-hmm. they would say oh yeah I have three um, three boys at home like in in Spanish she would say puro producto para dama mm-hmm. so like um, but then like after I told her that I was you know gay yeah. a lot of she would kind of like m- move the words out around so like oh, oh I have three <laughs> three boys at home uh-huh. you know ready to for a couple or mm-hmm. stuff like that so she wouldn't necessarily like throw that Oh, yeah. Uh, for girls only, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then now when we talk, like, have a serious conversation, she, she would be, before she, like, well, when you have your girlfriend, mm-hmm. now she kind of says, when you ever have your couple, you'll oh, be able to. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> those little things kind of, like, change, mm-hmm. but it's still not, like, going to impact them until, mm-hmm. like, I finally have, like, But she a has mentioned, though, if you're able to bring someone home, like, she, like, she acknowledges that now. Yeah. Um, no, we haven't had that conversation. Okay. Yeah, so it's like it's a weird like mm-hmm. it's weird because um, I don't know how they would react like whenever they like if they were like obviously I know they would react like respectfully mm-hmm. and then, and welcome mm-hmm. him to my to with me because obviously he's my partner but I, I don't I'm, I can't tell you guys how it will be until it does happen mm-hmm. but I know it will be like it would be awkward kind mm-hmm. of but <laughs> then it would be like okay I need to get used to it because mm-hmm. this, is, this is our future now you know. Yeah. And um, I don't think that they'll be like, you know, petty mm-hmm. around it, you know, <laughs> because I do think that regardless of what their mentality is and what how, what traditions they have, they are still kind of mm-hmm. like my son is happy, so I should be happy yeah. for him. So that's what yeah. I yeah. see. And it's I don't know. I think I find it interesting because like it's one thing to like you said to just tell them that you're gay, but then it's another thing to introduce them to someone to like validate the fact that you are. So like that. So then in that way, then like reality sets in, and they'll think like, oh my god, like you know. Is, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it is difficult, crazy. but I mean, I think that I'm I'm ready for that, like mm-hmm. for that to happen. That mm-hmm. way they can see that oh no, I didn't do all this just to do it. 
or this is not a phase of mine, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Because um, before I was even like out, like mm-hmm. a younger, I could, I, I do recognize like I was a bit more feminine, like in ways where I would like, you know, hang out with girls mm-hmm. or I would do like little things, little gestures here and there that kind of like hinted it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but like as I grew older, I kind of grew out of that and like, with the same um, fear mm-hmm. of like not being accepted, I mm-hmm. kind of shifted my whole mentality and shifted my the way I would react to certain things. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of like I said, like I hid it in a way, just so I can avoid that um, that I guess those repercussions for my mm-hmm. parents, you know. Yeah. But it's yeah, that that's what we're gonna get to. Like when when did you kind of um, like at what age did you kind yeah, of? I was really yeah. about to ask that right now. Like when did you realize? He might have been. That's no? difficult. Yeah. I, I, not difficult because I feel like I've always known, mm-hmm. but not until like when you were a kid when you finally realized, oh, mm-hmm. this is what happens with you know when a boy and a girl are together or mm-hmm. stuff like that, or whenever you find um, a girl cute or a boy cute. Because I, I did have relationships with girls because obviously I did, but I feel like um, I would. I think it was when I was like in sixth grade I started to finally see like okay that that guy is cute mm-hmm. but like just in my head you know mm-hmm. or um, but not until like high school is when I finally like because you know how you come like to your terms mm-hmm. um, but I known that I I knew that I was that I liked men from a very young age but I didn't like fully understand like mm-hmm. what I was feeling until like I got to high school and high school is like changes everything <laughs> you know but um, for me, it does. It, it it was from a young age, um, more so like not like oh not necessarily like wanting to get physical with, mm-hmm. but like I find them attractive and I, I feel like I could have formed a emotionally mm-hmm. uh, relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. So as a with a, with someone with the um, same sex. So you mentioned before you like you did have girl like relationships mm-hmm. then. I did. I had um, one girl, two girlfriends in high school. So did you feel absolutely nothing when you were? It was weird because it felt, it, it was more of the, I had to have a girlfriend not to oh, uh-huh. be outed as gay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but if it, I did have like a sort of like a small emotional attachment to them, mm-hmm. but it only lasts like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, how long did they last? <laughs> so it, does, it didn't like, it was, you know, those high school relationships yeah, you have. Yeah, they, so, they don't um, count as like relationships. Or whatever. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was like, I think, I guess for me, it was kind of like testing the waters too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe if I do this, but then no, it was not, it's you not my cup of tea. Ever, like, kiss oh yeah, we did, yeah. but it was not more so like, you know, enjoyable. It was <laughs> yeah. more like, I want to kiss because I want to first kiss, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Wait, how old were you when you had your first kiss? I think I was 14. 14? Oh, I think, yeah, me too. I just got my parody in high school, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was in high school. It was a weird. Wait, so how is it different, like, now? Like, your dating life now? Is it, like, active? Mm, like, it's searching? non-existent no? at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's mm. it's really weird to date. Um, because have you tried to get out there? And, like, I have. Yeah. When I, was, um, when, I was, when I was in the closet, like, I would always try to get out there mm-hmm. just so I can find, see who's out there. But it was never more so. I always, whenever I used to talk to a guy, it was mm-hmm. never like meeting with them because mm-hmm. like I would always like put up an excuse just because I didn't want to be seen out in public oh. because I was still like in the closet. Yeah. Now it's more so like 
like not I don't know it's weird <laughs> it's like a weird thing like I've gone on dates and, the, and for me coming out mm-hmm. kind of helped me because mm-hmm. um, I've gone on on dates and I've gone I've sort of wanted to slowly form a relationship that didn't work out mm-hmm. um, but it compared to how I was I was in the closet it's it's a it's a lot yeah so you're just more comfortable now I'm more comfortable now insecure I'm more, about like being seen and yeah, yeah, so. yeah that's really that you mentioned that too because I have friends that are gay and, and they show me like they're like grinder and stuff and like and like they're <laughs> oh, <pictures. yeah. laughs> I feel like that's like intense on grinder it's weird because like you'd be like oh yeah like because um because I asked them like how come these pictures don't have like pictures like mm-hmm. they're just blank like they're like they're like black screens mm-hmm. or like pictures of like a broom or something like yeah. that yeah oh is and it then, because they're in the yeah, closet yeah because they're in the oh closet he told me that oh, he's like it's because he's like it's because like they're in the closet so they probably don't want to like be known or like but they still want to like talk to people yeah and I'm like I didn't know that and oh then my God. and then I can testify to that because that was me and like you you are like out there like mm-hmm. but then again it's like we're all gay. We're not gonna out you, you know. Yeah. But yeah. there's there's people on that certain um, app that strictly only want one thing, and yeah. so it's not like I for me for me I wouldn't do grinder to find your love of your life. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> it's like Tinder. It, it's, I know. Tinder Tinder is I think is a different a level up of uh, grinder mm-hmm. because I think I think Tinder is more so. Like you actually want to uh, meet yeah. someone and and match. Yeah, cause and I feel like Grinder, at least from everything I know from it, it's just like a hookup app or you know for like sexting and stuff like that. So I've never, I don't know. I like when people would mention Grinder, I would never think like, oh, you know, it's like those other websites like eHarmony or something. You know, where you find your yeah. love, blah blah. It's just like you know, are you down to fuck or not? You know, so. And, yeah. it, and it's weird because like a lot of people, a lot of people are just like there's people there's students at TCB <laughs> that you see and then you're like okay well you know like what why are you here like why aren't you like putting your faith out there but then I, I like to think oh. about it like okay well maybe he's having a difficult time mm-hmm. you know out. coming out so I kind of understand that but grinder is different wait okay so on grinder because you said you would kind of like hide your face Mm-hmm. So like you have the option of putting your profile yeah. picture or not, and then sometimes you would put like there's a lot of people that put faceless pictures or torso pictures, oh, or okay. pictures of like nature. Or stuff. Yeah, it'd be like random things. Like, yeah, I saw one like of a broom. Wait, but in that case, like when you would do that, like do people wait? How does it work like Tinder where you swipe right and stuff, or how does that no, work? No, Grinder. Anyone can message you. Okay, so when that like would you get people that message you because I like whenever. I would use, I'd be on something and someone messaged me where it's like a blank screen. I think like, oh no, they're like, this is a creeper. Like, I don't want to talk to them. Like, would you get people? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, And then okay. there's guys out there who are faceless, but mm-hmm. we'll send a picture. But then you oh. also have to be careful because like, what if that, it's a catfish, you know? Yeah. Ooh. Have you met up with anyone? I met up with, um, I've, one of my last relationships, not relationships, but getting to a relationship mm-hmm. was, I met the guy on Grindr and we had talked on Grinder, and um, we, we you know we interacted on there, and then we went like on four dates. Oh. And he was not like those hookup people, mm-hmm. like you know, like. And then I'm not one. When I'm on Grinder, um, I'm on there to see if I can find someone, yeah. like <laughs> friends, like because uh-huh. it's 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 crazy because you can't just you you're not gonna go to a club and be like, oh, he's gay, he's gay, he's gay. Mm-hmm. Let's be friends, you know. Yeah. Because on Grinder, you know, these people are gonna be some there's that small per- percentage of us that look for something other than a hookup and so we went on a couple dates and i mean it didn't work out but you know you still have like i said that one percentage of people that are on grinder for a certain 
thing for more than just a for hookup. more than just a hookup. Was uh, he a faceless picture? No, he had his picture. His picture, and I did too. Um, but there are people out there who um, once I once met someone on Grinder, and his he sent a picture too, mm-hmm. and and I have a picture up already, but. Like we start interacting then. Mm-hmm. because then you start like trusting that person a little mm-hmm. bit like okay you're being real you're not catfishing you're like, okay, you're, you're okay. and then yeah. a big thing is like showing your Instagram just to make sure that it's you, you oh, know? Just cause, like, yeah. it, I mean why are you gonna meet someone and then expect them to be that person and mm-hmm. when you meet them like oh you're not who you said you are like so that's kind of weird yeah, you know but it, it hasn't happened to me but I'm kind of scared <laughs> for it to happen but um, Grandeur is just a different <laughs> ball game, dude. Do you still know? Do you still have like friends that are like in the clubs and they ask you about like advice and stuff? Actually, no. No. Well, there's um m- not more so not advice, but more so like like I told people like take your time. Mm-hmm. You know, there was this guy that I met, um, and he's from like other side of the country, um, and. When he came to California, he uh, said that, you know, I had told him, oh, hey, I came out to my parents. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, well, I'm still in the closet, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, well, just take your time. Mm-hmm. Don't like, no, don't let anyone pressure you to do it. Or don't let like a certain day, like National Coming yeah. Out Day, to, to pressure you from doing it because it's at your own time. Yeah. Like and when you're ready, like if you're not, if you're not ready today, you'll be ready one day. But, um, and then that's the advice that I can give people. Like it's not more so do it now but do it when you're ready when you know that you'll have that you know a back like a support system that will support Mm -hmm. you um Mm -hmm. for everything but there are people that don't have it as good as As you know others so like i do um acknowledge that and i do know that everybody's coming out experience is going to be different Mm -hmm. it's not going to be like your um you know like i guess fairy tale like oh (laughs) wonderful blah blah blah. like those movies you know like um, but it's going to be, you're going to have challenges and, um, I guess you just have to stick to it because, um, in the long run, it'll help you out emotionally. <laughs> Wait, okay. This is like super random. So I just thought of it right now. Like when you hear girls saying, cause you know, I, I don't want to say gay people are like fetishized, but they're, how do I say it? like romanticized a bit like among like straight girls how they say like oh I'm a gay best friend like I just had a gay blah, blah, blah. does that ever annoy you or does, does that bother you at all mm, see no it, it doesn't like bother me but like whenever a, a straight girl mm-hmm. says she has to have a gay best mm-hmm. friend just to live up to the just to uh, say that she the, has the one thing or, like yeah. it's like why do you need one like if yeah. you have one great but like not all gay gay best friends are gonna be like, oh that top is cute. Honey. Yeah. Or, oh this and that. Like you know, like there's different types of and and there's different types of gay guys. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but um, I have, I don't think my friends consider me their gay best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you're just like I a friend who happens yeah, to be gay. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's not like oh let's go shopping or yeah. whatever. It is. You know, because I feel like that's what it is. Like yeah. that's what a lot of straight. Uh, girls say like oh well, yeah because like what's shopping. portrayed like on tv and stuff you know, you know? and that's yeah. that's the that's, i think that's that stigma there mm-hmm. and, and it just i don't know yeah okay see and that goes like to my other question too like what are some stereotypes that annoy you like are there any that you think like okay not all gay people are like that you know and stuff or i don't i don't know Ugh. that's tough because to like i don't think i don't think i've had any uh-huh well well where was it like people no i no. i don't uh, cause there's one, like, I think you have friends. to like tell me because I, yeah. I I'm I'm not like 
You don't know one, like, right off the bat. No, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. No, because one of my friends, and he's gay, and one of, like, our mutual... Because there's, um... So there's three of us, right? So it's me, him, and then another girl. And she always texts him, like, oh, how does my outfit look today or something? Because she still thinks that he is, like, a fashion icon, you know? Like, oh, oh just because he's gay, like, oh, he knows what fashion is. And then we tell her, like, dude, no, like... Just because he's gay, that doesn't mean he's gonna know, like, oh, dude, let me show you this, blah, blah, blah. And then, I don't know, I, that annoys me for him because you can tell that he gets kind of bothered by it, but he doesn't want to straight up say that. But he just thinks, like, dude, no, like, why do they think that we all have, like, great fashion sense and stuff? Well, hopefully your friend is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's true because, like I said, there's different types of gays. Mm-hmm. There are gays who are mm-hmm. dressed up nice and who there are gays who are just whatever about yeah. it. Like, it, just because you're dressed a certain way doesn't mm-hmm. mean... That you're gay. Yeah, yeah. you know, but um, that might be a stereotype. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't think, I can't think of anyone at the moment, maybe <laughs> later on. What is your response to those who believe homosexuality is a choice and not something you're, wait, do you think, like, it's something that you're born with? I do. Like, it's still, I do okay, so that. what do you think about those, what is your response to those who think that it's, like, you it's choose, not, to, choose be to be Yeah. Well, I mean, I always say, like, I didn't choose to live you know, mm-hmm. with constant fear, constant mm-hmm. like anxiety or depression. So mm-hmm. it's like for me, I was I know I was born this way because mm-hmm. if I wasn't I can choose not to be gay. Yeah. And get rid of all the type of yeah, you know, the things that come with mm-hmm. you know, coming out, being in the closet, being oppressed, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I don't think it's a cho- it's a choice. It's more of you're you're born this way and, and, and for me that's like that's like why well, it's a constant battle, like mm-hmm. If I chose to be gay, why would I? Why do I want to suffer? From, oh, yeah, like, you know, why would you want to suffer through everything? Through that everything you went that through. I just went yeah. through. Like I, if I choose not to be gay, then okay, then I'm not gonna be mm-hmm. gay. But I just don't think that that's like um, fair to say. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm born this way, and, and that's how who mm-hmm. I'm gonna be for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. But yeah, Are you like a, a negative experience where like someone has like kind of been negative towards you because you are gay. No, I haven't. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the way I've always seen it is simply just you know how, like the way you're born, you're naturally just attracted to, like as a straight girl, like I've just always been naturally attracted to guys. Like I feel like that's just how it is for, for people who are like lesbian, gay, whatever. Like that's just how they are. Like I never questioned it, you know. I just always see as like, the way that straight men are attra- are just naturally attracted to women, the way straight women are naturally attracted to men. Like, that's how I see it. Like gay guys. Or lesbians are just naturally attracted to you. Yeah. Like the same thing or and I don't know, I just never I never saw anything wrong with it. And something that always annoyed me was people who get so worked up over like those like super hardcore anti like LGBT people. I'm like, why does that bother you so much? I get you know, I understand if it's for a religious reason, but even then I don't think their like strong resentment towards it should be that much. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? I saw this one, okay, like I remember it was I saw it on YouTube. Um, there was like this one like pastor that okay like there's like this um, drag queen and she mm-hmm. was like reading to like these kids and like this pastor like um, snuck in and was like and was like oh, oh like no. don't believe like wait like he like he just says like blah yeah. blah like men supposed to be men first of all <laughs> like drag queens are like they they are men they're just yeah they just dress up yeah, yeah they're totally yeah. different and then it's like okay they're so ignorant all the parents were like boo get out <laughs> good. Yeah, no, I know. And then I just find it, I don't know, the ones that, I don't find it funny. I don't want to say I find it funny, but I just think like, huh, wow. Like to those, um, I can't think of specific examples right now, but then when I, I've read them before, like I've read about them before, about those people, like specifically guys who are just hardcore, like anti, 
like, oh, I hate gays, gays go to hell or whatever, and then they turn out to, like, have a secret affair with a guy. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, there was, oh, I can't remember the name. And he was a politician, though, and he had a family, wife, and everything, and he had, like, a secret, um, he had an affair, and it was with a guy, like, a very, like, long-lasting affair, and I just think, like, why, I don't know. You know, that's their issue, that's their, you know, they choose to struggle with affair, whatever, but I don't know, I just find that kind of funny. It's, like, super bubbly when you, like, see stuff like that, like. It does sometimes, but I just have to like brush it off because there's like things that you know affect your community, mm-hmm. and um, like with the current administration, you know mm-hmm. the the whole thing on transgender oh, and stuff yeah, like that. So it kind of is like bothersome in a way because like we're just trying to live our life, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. let us live our life. Or but it it then goes to like say like we're not like affecting anyone's life. Mm-hmm. Like we're just living our own life and. Um, Stuff like that is kind of bothering with when your own country yeah. can't like accept. And they're just, I don't know, I just hate that. Like I said, like you're trying to live your life, you're not affecting anyone, you're not like, I don't know, you're not shoving that down their, their throats. But that's what people think. I know, that's people, so, like, oh my god. Like, Liz, I think on the Thanksgiving when the two girls, so did you guys hear about that where the, in the Thanksgiving parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving parade? Mm-hmm. Or that at the end, two girls kissed. Oh yeah, they were having like a big deal. They were having a big deal, but like, dude, like. There's worse things in the world. There's worse things in the world. I remember there was, um, I think it was Finding Dory. I forgot which. It was like an animated movie where they had the two women and they had a baby. I wouldn't. No, it wasn't Finding Dory. I forgot what movie it was. But they had two women. It was Finding Dory. It is. I think so. I mean, I never saw it, but I just remember. um, Yeah, yeah, it was Finding Dory. Okay, okay. So yeah, that one, and people were getting like, like mad over it. They were like, oh, they're shoving like homosexuality down our throats by showing two women on the screen. And it's like, dude, oh my god, stop! I don't know. I think that's so ridiculous to be upset about. Cause like you said, there's worse things in the world to be upset about, and they're not even like they don't. The people like who live that way, they're not affecting. They're not doing anything. They're not affecting. Like anyone. our lives is just not exactly their lives like they're choosing reason. to have that like affect them by being so angry over it. But there's no reason to be like. I don't know, me and Connor are always talking about stuff like this on the way home because we mm-hmm. carpool. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking about this too, and we're like, you know what? It's funny because it usually comes from the people that are like supposed to be like like preaching good things. Like I know a lot of like really aggressive like vegans. Yeah, they're the most hateful. Oh, like, <laughs> and like they're like the ones that are just like like oh like that's you're, not like, for me. That's you're not killing me. Like, yeah. I know, and it's like we're not even okay. Like we're just mind your own business. Blah, blah, blah. Like I'm just like not even like saying anything about you being. That's cool yeah, that you're vegan, and I'm sure it's very healthy. But like, but I don't want to live that way. So leave me alone. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's those people that like the people that are like the most like trying to preach good stuff are the people that most contradicting. Yeah, it's like. People. That's the world we live in. <laughs> but um, yeah, so thank you for spending your time and kind of talking to us know, about it, being open great. about it, like yeah. not people are. And yeah, I know it was. It's good. I feel like it's good to talk about it because mm-hmm. you never know who might be hearing, mm-hmm. and you never know who might um, want to hear mm-hmm. something. Although I, I don't think I give advice, but you know, like <laughs> at least like know that it gets better. Yeah. Even if it, you don't do it now, it will get better, mm-hmm. and at your own time. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready. Yeah, like don't feel pressured into doing. And even stuff. then, like, if you don't have that support system, there will be mm-hmm. other support systems that you want. Like for example, for me, I would say like if my parents, you know, didn't support me, like I know I have other family and I have my group mm-hmm. of friends that will support me, and then that's all I need, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but then there's people that you know want that comfort from yeah. their immediate family, mm-hmm. and I got that, and I got. When I came out to like my whole family, because I did it the digital way, I posted <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. Like I received so much good feedback, and and then and so, I think that's what kind of like, um, 
helped me, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like feel good about myself when I saw that constant like, we love you, you know, you're still the same Christian as always. Um, now we know a little bit more about you, and that's it. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Run Around Table. And if you know anyone struggling with being open with their sexuality, be there for them. Be a good listener. Be their support system. These challenges aren't always easy to overcome, so it's important for you to be there for them every step of the way.